thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. And um, I've got online uh, our guest, so the next thought leader, activists meeting outcomes of the worsening food crisis for children. So a group of activists for food access and affordability met on Thursday, that's the 21st of September, to discuss the worsening food crisis for children, convened by the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund and the DG Marriott Trust, and the meeting sought to identify urgent measures to combat rising rates of severe acute malnutrition and hunger. So to really paint the picture so that you understand the magnitude of this particular problem. Data from the Department of Health shows that there were over 15,000 cases of severe acute malnutrition requiring hospitalization in the 22-23 financial year. That was according to Dr. Linda Nguben-Komo, CEO of the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund. But there's always a means and there's always a way and there are other people that are trying to come up with concepts and programs that can alleviate this particular problem. And joining us online, I've got David Harrison, Chief Executive Officer at DG Marriott Trust. Good morning and a warm welcome to Jets at Breakfast. Thanks. Thank you so much, Bertha. Thanks very much for having me on the show. 15,000 cases of malnutrition. This is alarming. Yes, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, th- those, are th- those are the children that, uh, that have severe acute malnutrition and who get hospitalized and who get care. Um, of those, roughly 1,000 die. So, so in other words, in, in our country, roughly the equivalent of five or six Boeing 737s full of children die every year of starvation. That's that's in a country like South Africa. But but what's hidden is its association with many of the other um, deaths that happen of children in our hospitals. So so we know that that malnutrition actually accounts for up to a third of all the deaths from. Uh, 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 from, from what seems to be other causes in, in, in our hospitals. Uh, and that's not even the bottom of the iceberg, unfortunately, because chronic malnutrition, children that are not going to die from starvation, but whose brains are systematically chronically starved just because they don't get enough food, um, affects one in four children in South Africa. And just to just to uh, uh, cap it all, we know that children who are stunted, in other words, those who are chronically malnourished, are unlikely to do well in school, are unlikely get, to get a job. And this is one of the main reasons why South Africa can't get out of its inequality trap. Children stunted leads to uh, business failure uh, and a GDP in South Africa that hasn't been above um, 1% on average in the past 40 years. And I, I, I'm, I'm quite glad that you've highlighted malnutrition doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's starvation. Because in, in terms of when you look at children when they go to school, like when they do grade R, grade zero, or even grade three, you do find that, you know, there are kids that are, are known to be slow learners. And a lot of us don't understand why sometimes these kids are considered to be slow learners. And like you've just said, it could be because of malnutrition. And you have come up with a proposal to double discount. What is the double discount uh, for poor households? Yes. So since March, um, we've been arguing that 
there, there are obviously an, uh, many factors that drive malnutrition in the country. We know that children who have, uh, uh, you know, who have to drink dirty water, um, their, their guts start to uh, end up with sort of a chronic diarrhea, and that leads to uh, to malnutrition. We know that um, the, the children, obviously, who are in bad social circumstances, particularly when there's a lot of alcohol abuse in the house, that leads to malnutrition. But front and center is the fact that most children uh, who, are, who are malnourished in South Africa do not get enough food to eat. And the reason for that is that is that our, our food structure is such that, that there's not enough access to, to high, um, highly nutritious foods, and the foods that uh, are available are not affordable. So we have to deal with issues of food affordability. So since March, we've been arguing that, look, everybody has to come to the table. We have an urgent crisis here, and we have a chronic problem in South Africa. Now, imagine if just on one food label of the 10 best buy foods so the 10 foods that are that um, that are most highly nutritious um, and affordable and could be affordable now imagine if industry were to forego their profit on just one food label of those 10 best buys and then government comes in and it provides a matching retail subsidy so half from industry half from government that could result in a discount of up to 30 percent on those 10 best buy foods and and give more buying power to parents enable them to buy those most critical foods at far lower prices it's not it's not the be all and the end all but it would be one major intervention to show that both industry and government were serious about this crisis. Mm. But do you think that business owners, those uh, that actually make a profit out of whatever they do, will be actually happy uh, to play the part? Well, uh, w- what we're trying to do is is get business owners also to understand that if they are long-term, uh, uh, committed long-term to this country, We've got to find some way to break out of this uh, vicious cycle where uh, people who don't have enough food um, uh, uh, simply can't contribute to the economy. Good nutrition is good for business. So that's, 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 the, long-term, that's, the, that's the long-term agenda that everybody needs to get behind. But you're right. Industry is concerned about short-term profits, concerned about its, its its stakeholders, and so and so this does require government, and it does require other social partners, as well as those in industry who are genuinely concerned about this country. It does require all of us to uh, to come to the table together, uh, look at this proposal in a lot of detail, and say. How do we make how do we make this work? How do we implement it? Uh, and what is the real cost going to be to industry? And actually, the real cost to industry is is uh, uh, is, is is very little. You're not taking money away from industry. All you're doing is enabling uh, uh, consumers to buy more uh, from the stores. And these are volume-based businesses. So we 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 know that industry uh, doesn't like to do anything that in any way affects their bottom line. Here's something that ultimately, and certainly over the long to uh, medium to long term, is going to enhance their business prospects. Mm. And then I see Nedlec has come up with, uh, it's, is it a group or is it is it a, a, um, a task team? If maybe you could elaborate on that. Yes. So so we've been pushing this uh, proposal now for uh, since March, and 
Um, and uh, interestingly, uh, government and the presidency uh, and even Treasury has been uh, very open to it because they realize that that things have to be done. Um, we're entering a time of of uh, increasing uh, social instability um, and, 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 you know, and there is the risk of food riots and we've got to be, we, we, we've got to be real to that fact. So, so uh, um, uh, a government has been on board. Industry has, um, uh, has had to wait for the competition commission to give permission, which they, which they have for a convening of industry that took place. And, and honestly, the response of industry has been lukewarm. And so, so um, uh, together with NEDLAC and now with the agreement of industry, it has been agreed that there will be a technical review uh, group that will look at the, the nuts and bolts of this proposal, look at its viability, see if there might be even a better proposal that can be put on the table. But, but we're delighted that uh, NEDLAC has taken this seriously, uh, that industry has agreed, so that in fact, if this is a viable proposal, and if it's one that is 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 probably the best solution that's on the table, it can go forward. This is quite insightful, um, David. For more information, where do we go? Where do we find you? Well, uh, DGMT is a public innovator. Uh, you can you can uh, uh, certainly just look at our website, dgmt.co.za, but I also. Um, uh, invite the, the listeners to look at the Grow Great website. Grow Great, which is the zero stunting campaign, uh, it's, it's come up with these 10 best buys. And it's got a number of recipes based on the 10 best buys. It's got a whole, it's got a whole campaign focused on the 10 best buys. And that is growgreat.co.za. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Jet Set Breakfast. Have yourself a wonderful Heritage Day. That's, Thanks so much, Bertha. Thank you. David Harrison, Chief Executive Officer at D, uh, DG uh, Murray Trust, and talking about um, outcomes on the worsening food crisis for children and talking about malnutrition. It doesn't necessarily mean starvation, but it means lack of nutrients, the right nutrients that literally plays a big role in developing your child's growth and and many other things and of course feeding into the brain this is why you find sometimes when you get into certain areas they say your child is a slow learner or your child is struggling with cognitive um you know the way you know they, they basically participate in class it could be uh, their brain was stunted by lack of good nutrients and when we have uh, such beautiful ideas, especially for the underprivileged, I think we ought to support. 20 minutes before 8, and it is Jet Set Breakfast. We still have quite a bit to come. On the other side of 8, um, we're going to be talking to Bofa in a dazzling display of to technological prowess. Uh, Radham House, Bedford, uh, Bedford View, has emerged as a beacon of innovation. If you want to learn more, you've got to wait for me on that other side of 8.